Hello and welcome back to Black Your Couch Reviews. I'm your host, Christina. We are here to discuss a new series on Apple TV entitled Surface. This came across my attention a few weeks ago. I believe that it is still ongoing. And I have been wanting to check it out and decided this weekend, fuck it, why not? And here we go. You know what the drill is. First time we're jumping into a series, so let's take a peek behind the curtains. I just want to ask Piers, maybe grab a pencil, take some notes. I'm about to drop knowledge. Surface is a psychological thriller miniseries created by Veronica West. It premiered on Apple TV July 29th. It consists of six episodes, and I was correct. The last episode premieres August 19th. We have a cast of Gugu Mbatha Raw as Sophie, Oliver Jackson Cohen as James Stephen, or is it Stephen? I'm pretty sure it's Stephen. Stephen James as Baden, Ari Grainer as Caroline, Marianne Jean Baptiste as Hannah. Francois Arnaud as Harrison and Millie Brady as Eliza. The plot or premise is after surviving a suicide attempt, Sophie has lost her recent memories, including the reason why she decided to jump and she tries to piece together the reasons for her attempted suicide. Directed by Sam Miller, executive produced by Sam Miller, Lauren new starter veronica west and reese witherspoon produced by ashley strum wasser and john woo rotten tomatoes gives this a 53 percent approval rating with an average 6.3 out of 10 based on 17 critic reviews uh the website Critiqued consensus reads, Gugu Mbatha Raw's captivating performance gives Surface some depth, depth, but this overheated pot boiler only gets murkier the more it tries to spice up a derivative amnesia mystery. Metacritic, which uses a weighted average assigned a score of 47 out of 100 based on 14 critics, indicating mixed or average reviews. I thought this was a pretty strong, solid, foundational open. It is rather a atypical mystery thriller with the whole concept of, oh, you have amnesia and now you must put the pieces together. So true, I can see that aspect being rather, you know, hard to navigate or reinvigorate as a new form of storytelling. But I thought it was captivating enough, as stated in the review process, is that our lead actress, her performance really engages you into what's going on. I like seeing the familiar faces. I know Oliver Jackson Cohen from The Haunting of Bly Manor. I automatically am suspicious of him because how he treated my girl Jessica, you know, the last woman of color he was involved with. I am feeling rather suspect. I'm watching you, motherfucker. Also know Marianne John Baptiste from Without a Trace, Francis Arnaud from 
midnight texas so i enjoy the familiar faces which made for a solid premiere so let's go ahead and get into it let's go ictus was written by veronica west directed by sam miller i gave it a 9.5 out of 10 we don't have a lot of hand holding into the premise and i like that because we're immediately in the aftermath of sophie jumping from a ferry boat and immediately she realized how fucked up that type of suicide attempt is as she is pulled under the boat and chewed out of the propeller on the rescue operation everyone's like don't look don't look that's my thing like don't how the fuck why the fuck would this be my method and marianne john baptiste has some her hannah has some ideas about that means she's a certain type of person that just seems to be determined to kill themselves but a determined person would also you know slit the wrists <laughs> lock the bathroom door and not make things quite so fucking dramatic because that is not a pleasant way to go not even a little bit which should have made everyone in my humble opinion a little sus a little more sus than they apparently are like why would this person with a, a happy life kill herself which is the theme of this episode as she tries to assimilate to who she is versus those lingering questions that remain and rightly so rightly so if I, everything was perfect then explain how did we get here that just makes no fucking sense i mean it's just bullshit fuck oh my 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 selfie is married to james who wakes up and cooks her a nice uh fat-free breakfast <laughs> <laughs> i just i just can't help but think that is so not my life every time in these movies i'm like who does but you know what who does does this because i watched my aunt and she made this toast and it looked actually kind of good i ain't even gonna lie some avocado toast and she put some pine nuts on it or something i was like you know what that would not cross my mind as tasty but the way you spread it on there and the way you enjoying it makes me feel like it might and i still didn't think to ask her for a piece to try myself <laughs> i cannot uh, back on track that that just distracted me he seems to be the perfect husband which makes me immediately think he is such an asshole there are a few signs that point to a controlling personality that does not make me feel at all comfortable and he is a little too a little too perfect right you know a little too uh i understand because she had a suicide attempt that would make any husband feel they need to reinforce their love and support and care but it feels like icing like i'm getting diabetes just from his like all of the song list of the records he's trying to woo her which 
feels charming and sweet on the outside until he says things like i'm not used to seeing you in something so revealing i need you to wear this dress that i clearly like better and i'm gonna reinforce that as i walk out of the room that you're gonna be wearing that dress and not the black one that you have on followed up by i'm gonna leave but i'm gonna send over your friend caroline to pretty much babysit you i'm not judging i'm judging a little i'm not gonna lie and if you don't have any recent memories how do you know that you love him he could say it to you but i don't think you should feel obligated to say it to him until you actually can feel that it feels as if after her injuries have healed she's been dumped back into her life with everyone rather acting as if nothing happened is what she says to her therapist but she is surrounded by strangers she's surrounded by by a loss of memory a loss of recollection of what she is meant to feel as she is disconnected with the people around her she goes to volunteer at the hospital uh, as she's there she's told how kind of a person she was how she really took the time to get to know the the patients despite being a rich woman's or a rich man's wife she has a terrible first day back that she does not inform her husband about as she freaks out seeing a gunshot victim that seems to be self-inflicted the cab driver that's taking her home doesn't listen to her when she says that she doesn't want to go this route he's like it's quicker <laughs> they really do be talking on their phone like can you get off of your phone please that would be nice uh, because she can't go over the water but i felt as if she could have been a little more clear about why she needed to but i would have also put that in in uh, the ride for hire <laughs> do not go over bridges of water <laughs> i don't need to specify that if she's rich why doesn't she just have a car service was my first question apparently she ain't that rich or that was just a statement that didn't make any sense from that previous woman now she freaks out gets out and begins walking why is everyone calling her a bitch i like when she said fuck you because that's exactly how one should react when people are just being acrimonious for no reason i'm walking between you i'm not blocking the middle of fucking traffic there's no reason to honk at me i'm not in your way she has drinks with caroline caroline introduces her to her friends and they're all vapid idiots she's like i do not believe that i associate it with these people <laughs> caroline looks like she is an enforcer on behalf of james oh no i know sophie also has a very hard time sleeping her husband continues to ask if she's okay she continues to answer that she's fine uh oh yeah back at the the restaurant caroline points out this guy he's been staring at you she's like i don't think so do you think you know him uh no and then he walks away clearly giving her the eyeballs uh that she swears up and down two seconds prior was not occurring
just as she is going into the event which why would you okay so i'm skipping a little bit ahead but she wakes up there's one moment where she is running and she gets to the pier once again and she's recalling her trauma and she breaks down very good performance there and then another moment she wakes up and she tries on this black dress that she finds in the back of the closet and she tells her husband that they should go to the event he didn't think that she would be up for it but she will and that's when he told her i like the flower dress like i'm not used to seeing you in something quite so revealing and i'm like revealing (laughs) Uh, okay Uh, she clearly likes the black dress a lot more but she ends up going with the flower dress and my alarm bells went off but she takes the subway to this event i'm like once why don't we have a car car service uber anything even when i went to the club i took a goddamn boat who just meets their husband there that just felt so weird <laughs> uh she is approached by what is his name once again baden who tells her that your husband isn't who you think he is he slips a matchbox in her purse before pretending as if he was looking for directions this freaks her out because he continues to encourage her to move forward don't think about the past don't worry about getting your memory back she's trying to be that but she clearly in moments like uh, the next she's still an outsider because she's introduced to a friend he's like you have a weird look on your face no i don't really nigga she makes a statement of this is a lovely place i would never have thought to have a party here that causes her to decide to <laughs> leave the conversation and the woman goes you guys got married here right and he's like yeah she goes to the bathroom looks at the match card and joins her husband but not before overhearing a conversation between him and harrison where he says this is their second chance they get to reinvent themselves he's optimistic harrison says no i would have dropped that bitch a while ago what did he say she joins her husband pretending she didn't hear any of that he's like what's wrong she's like uh nothing how many times you gonna ask me that in this episode he's like oh your champagne i forgot and it's a small thing but when they are toasting his friend harrison makes a point of toasting her but not his friend which is interesting because he can't stand her but that's all we got on that later at dinner sophie convinces him to to go on a business trip that he needs not continue to babysit her she swears that she will never do what she did again he decides to go on the trip but he also sends caroline to spy on her and see how she's doing he leaves her a voicemail he continues to say oh it's so weird to sleep without you 
it's overly courteous overly romantic overly like either you're making up for something <laughs> that you did or you're putting on a facade that eventually will crack and we'll see the real person either is an option at this point but that's when she listens to the various records and she does seem to be seduced by this however she knows that that matchbox is still i know it's not a matchbox but it's what I, i'm gonna call it a pair of matches <laughs> still bothering her so she goes down to the the bar and when she gets to the bar and she sits down the bartender's like uh here you go your favorite excuse me bitch she takes a drink i like this and kind of being like i don't drink this and then the next second you see her down that shit as if it <laughs> it was hitting home thought that was a nice touch she meets up with baden who tells her that he was an officer assigned to her case and that he believes that there's something suspicious about her death this conversation was a little inane as she goes you know i don't need your help figuring who i am out and then she asked did, did you follow me he gave you this he, he he clearly meant to meet you here or somewhere where he hangs out and you went to him what do you mean did you follow me and then her being like i don't need your help so on and so forth don't put those things in my head about my husband however once they're in her head she can't let it go she ends up going to the hospital and looking up her own records i really wanted someone to flag her for this because no <laughs> and she finds out a little bit of information about her suicide attempt but an additional hospital visit where she seemed to have broken her wrist and there's a story behind this that i totally and utterly do not believe according to caroline they both got drunk was walking down the street while shopping and she tripped and fell you lie you lie you're lying liar you feel like a co-conspirator ma'am i do not trust you you're a co-conspirator with james and i'm gonna throw hannah on that bus too <laughs> just because that's where we at right now <laughs> everybody is conspiring against you uh after she sees that that freaks her out she does think to ask caroline about it she gives her that bogus story but she says you know it's really hard not to know my own secrets and some tells me she got more than one secret as she's contemplating the matches she realizes that this might lead because they said that's one of her favorite places might lead to her password which it does because we saw in the beginning of the episode that she isn't able to get into her own computer because of other than those uh, notifications due to the fact that she does not know her password she finally gets in and she finds a video of her and baden and they are fucking plot twist she also feels very much more like a virago she encourages him she's uh kind of seducing him 
she wants to film it it's only just for you and me this is kind of shady how are you the cop assigned to her suicide but you were also having sex with her uh he wants her to run off with her husband or run off away from her husband and she says what leave him a note because they want to go somewhere warm and she wonders if this ties into her suicide note because she talks about wanting to be a different person or something to that effect this life is not mine and as she is uh watching this she realizes that maybe she don't know who she is it goes for another run by complete coincidence she runs into baden where he's like sophie what you doing here where what you where were you taking the groceries sir she wants him to leave her alone like you didn't tell me about what was happening between us about this affair well we're not gonna we're not gonna talk about this because it didn't happen i don't recall it i'm moving forward in my life and you need to move on with yours he says he can't why can't he but what made her come to this place we saw her do this new neurotherapy and in this neurotherapy she did have a memory where she looked behind her as she was on the deck of the ferry but hannah tells her it's pretty much impossible to get these new memories back you might get old ones but you need to basically move the fuck on don't 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 do it don't don't do it this after she had a moment with her husband in which he breaks down because he comes home from his trip he took a flight early because he couldn't be one more day without her bruh you looking real sussy over there and he is upset that she's reading her suicide note he says i thought we moved past this she's like it's really hard for me because you know it's a blur you were there except he wasn't there he says he was in portland and he follows it up with you know that and that told me that you're lying <laughs> something about that doesn't make sense <laughs> but that is something very easily that you can you, you can you can fix his alibi okay you were in work or you were in portland doing work because he says he got a call that she tried to commit suicide he thought their life was was really good he was terrified he talks of holding her hand at the hospital this causes them to have coitus but she's still bothered and uh we leave the end of the episode with her replaying those images about possibly what the fuck could have happened then she goes to the pier and talks to the woman that rescued her who was part of the crew that saved her life she's like we all wondered if you pulled through so happy that you made it she wonders if she said anything suspicious or weird or strange she's like oh girl you said a whole shit ton of strange things one you kept saying your name was tess even though your id said something else you know like sophie i said hold up wait a minute something ain't right and additionally you said you were pushed but no one thought to <laughs> to use this as evidence because it's far more believable that she would suicide attempt in a perfect life 
other than someone pushed you <laughs> it feels like a cover-up i don't know about y'all but i'm i'm hooked i'm hooked immediately i'm like uh girl somebody tried to harm you and it, it the, the suspect pool is very high very very high this reminds me a little bit like uh on river mm, murder on the river nile something to that effect it had uh leticia wright sophie okinado kenneth brawl death on the nile i think that's maybe the correct title where it was a murder mystery except with that one i felt like it went overly long it didn't need to be sick it didn't need to be as long as it was like it, it just got a little too too dr clue i could have done at least 45 minutes less but i did like it if you want to send feedback for our next episode blackercouch at gmail.com or you can leave a comment below my social media will be there as well remember to like share and subscribe until the next time peace hair grease and blacker magic